0: Hey everybody, Josh here. It is another weekly check-in for December the 17th, 2023. One of the last ones of the year. There's maybe, what, two more? Two more for this year before we wrap up 2023. Pretty exciting. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you, as always, for following in on the journey, as you may know. Or maybe you don't know because this is the first time checking in. But as most of you know, every week, I record a quick check in usually about 10 minutes just to share my journey going through life as an entrepreneur in Canada, Canadian immigration lawyer, tech co-founder, all that fun jazz. So let's just jump right in. I'm going to talk about the previous week, going to talk about what's coming up, going to talk about what I'm reading, all that fun stuff as per usual. I'm super tired I Had basketball this week. As you know, if you listen to my update last week, I was coming off like a two and a half week vacation. And so I got back into my weekly basketball game and oh, for any, any of you who play basketball, probably any sport, right? When you go back to playing a sport after a few weeks or a few months off, you know how you get that level of soreness that like you wouldn't otherwise get, right? It's like it's like your body saying, hey, I haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to be extra sore. You know what I mean? But anyways, can't complain. I love it. I highly recommend, uh, you know, once a week having that one activity or sport, or something that you can kind of look forward to, preferably physical and preferably with other people, right? Like a, a league or a, or a group or a whatever, you know? And uh, I just find it's a really good exercise to like unplug from business, from work for that one hour, two hours, however long it is, get some of that camaraderie, that teamwork, etc. get the body moving. Anyways, this is not a fitness um, channel, but anyways, I do think that is a very important element for entrepreneurship, business building, blah, blah, blah. So that was great. We had a pretty good week this week. It was notably a little bit slower, right? I don't know how it's like in your industry or maybe in your country, but here in Canada, especially in our industry, things definitely slow down. Once you get into like the double digits of December. So like 10th, 12th, 15th of the month, you know what I mean? Um, things definitely start to slow down. And then usually the last like week and a half is a total write-off and then usually the first few days of the new year are also a total write-off so we're kind of adjusting accordingly and i think this is pretty important because half of our team at visto is pretty much dedicated to like sales onboarding all that kind of stuff right obviously important functions but when a lot of your market is going to bed aka you know going on holiday slowing down taking time off closing their office there's only really so many sales things you can do, right? So one thing that we're doing is we're finishing off we fin or I should say we finished off this week strong. Continue to do our outbound, cold calling, cold emailing, cold messaging, all that kind of stuff. Continuing to take demos, all that kind of stuff, especially when people book with us. Um, but next week, probably what we're going to do is shift focus more into planning and product, right? So. I think it's very important to strategically shift priorities based on the time of year, right? If all of your target market is taking time off, there's no point trying to call them and email them and bug them, right? All you're gonna do is waste your time and potentially either annoy them or just not be read, right? They're not gonna read your email anyway, so like why send it, right? In fact, I had a good call with one of our advisors this week who basically said, I'm going to pause here for a quick sip of water. One of our advisors who has built and is building far more bigger companies than we are, not that there's anything wrong with building smaller companies, of course, but just to kind of give some authority behind what he says. And he's like, they're kind of shutting down. His concern is actually even having sales calls right before the holidays. Cause maybe you have like a first or a second round call with a potential client and then you go on holidays. And then three and a half weeks later, when they come back, they forget who you were and you kind of have to start all over again from scratch, right? So in a sense, some of these bigger companies with maybe bigger sales cycles, it might not even be worth doing any sales calls right now, right? Again, depends on your industry, type of company, country, what's the culture like, all that kind of stuff, but just something to keep in mind. So what we're doing instead is we're going to scale back, probably starting tomorrow, We're going to scale back outbound sales efforts. And instead we're going to take a step back and do some planning and strategizing and preparing for 2024. And in two ways, number one is product, right? We're always building product. If you're a tech company, you should always be building or improving your product in my opinion. So that's, but that's more, you know, on the engineering side anyways, what we're doing on the sales side is we're going to take a step back. We're going to evaluate everything. We're going to set goals right? Number one, we're going to set goals for 2024. Number two, we're going to step back and reevaluate everything that we have right now and start working towards and planning so that we can hit the ground running towards those goals in January. So what do I mean by that, right? Because that's a little bit vague. Like for example, one thing is we use some cold outbound sequences. Well, we haven't reviewed and revised those sequences in a while, right? So now is a great time to go into your cold email copy, your outbound text copy, your LinkedIn messaging templates, and review them all, revamp them all, touch them up. Our landing page on our marketing website, right? Haven't really updated that in a few months. This is a great time to do that, right? Um, Creating new social media content, creating new, you know, resources and templates and blog posts and tools that we can use as sales assets for next year right because because when you're doing cold outbound you shouldn't be hammering leads with hey can i talk to you hey can i you know what i mean we we want to we want to be providing value right so hey john uh you know came across your profile was wondering if you uh, are interested in ai in our industry if so wrote this recent blog post on The three most important things to keep an eye on regarding AI in immigration for 2024, right? Just as an example, right? That's my industry obviously adapted a little bit to your industry, but just as an example. So to kind of summarize that point, I think now is a great time. If you're in sales marketing, right? You're not going to get that much done for the next two, three weeks. Again, depending on where you live, if if it's anything like Canada, you're probably not going to get a ton done in the next two, three weeks. So what can you do that will help your sales and marketing efforts in 2024 when the world comes back to normal and business starts up again, right? So that's kind of what we're doing. So that'll be the big focus for next week. Past week went pretty well, still had a lot of good check-in calls with our current clients since we've got our sales uh, guy up and running and, and he's doing a lot of the outbound and a lot of the sales and stuff like that. It's freed up a little bit of my time To be able to spend more time talking to current clients, helping them, onboarding them, understanding their needs, checking in with them, and then kind of working with our product team to um, improve our product based on their feedback. Still obviously continuing to do outbound sales and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, I I also find that kind of reflecting back and and maybe in the next one or two episodes, I'll do like a, a year in review, right? Maybe I'll do that next weekend or the last weekend of the year. I got to double check. Oh, I have my calendar here. So if today's the 17th, that means next weekend is the 24th, but that's Christmas Eve. And then Sunday is the 31st, New Year's Eve, December 31st. So maybe I'll do like a year in review episode and I'll kind of review everything that happened for me and Visto in 2023, key takeaways, all that kind of stuff. That could be kind of fun. Let me know what you think if if that would be interesting. And maybe I'll do that. And, um, yeah, what, what was I going to say? I was going to, I was going to go on a different, I had a different line of thinking here, but anyways, um, so things have been good. We're finishing off again. We like s- December is probably not going to be your biggest month in sales unless you're doing e-commerce or like something holiday related, right? In which case it might be the biggest month of the year for you. But, uh, if you're selling to businesses, non-holiday related, Probably going to be a little bit slower. So what you should do is instead look for other things and planning and strategizing and preparation that you can do so that January will be great. So that's kind of it for me. Uh, In terms of books and reading, because I always like to cover that as well, quick sip while I segue. Oh, I wanted to talk about social media. So in terms of social media and posting, I think part of one of the things I've accomplished in 2023 is getting into a really good groove of content creation and brand building on social media. I got into a good groove on LinkedIn, good groove with TikTok and YouTube. So maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that, what worked, what didn't work, and how I was able to get into a good groove and what my content creation kind of calendar looks like right now that I'm very happy with that I will definitely be continuing in 2024. So anyways, with that aside, we're at the 10-minute mark but I'm quickly gonna talk about books. Uh, Last week, I mentioned that, uh, did I mention it last week? I don't know if I talked about books last week. Anyways, while I was gone on my trip, as some of you know who've been following me for a while, I usually read business books, biographies of entrepreneurs and stuff like that. But when I go away on trips, I go back to my first love, which is fantasy, right? Reading Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and all that fun stuff. So while we were away on our trip, I finished the uh, City of Brass, series. So this was a fantasy series that I started on my last trip. I read the first book. And on this past trip, I read the second and third books. They were incredible. It's, I think it's called the Devabad ser- uh, trilogy. The first book is called The City of Brass. The author is S.A. Chakraborty. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but it was a fantastic series. If you like fantasy and fiction, highly, highly recommended. Three books. The second and third books get quite long, I think the last book was like 700 pages, but the books were incredible. Great mix of like fantasy, magic, if you like that stuff, character building, um, big battles, all that all that cool stuff. And, but she, she did it really well. Like I find in modern fantasy, it's almost like the books in the series, it's like, it's like they continue to get bigger and longer. You know, you get these series, they're 12 books and they're 900 pages each and blah, blah, blah. This was like a great, it was a fantastic three book series. It was very detailed and brought you in, but then she brought it to a really good end by the third book. So anyways, highly recommended if you like fantasy. Then when I got home, I got back into business. I'm reading a book on Lego. So the company Lego, it's like a history of Lego. Uh, Let me see if I can pull up the name. Cause there's a whole, I think there's a couple books on Lego. You're going to hear me typing in the background. Lego. Uh, I just Googled Lego book and that was such a bad idea because it's like, oh, get all these Lego books for kids. Lego um, history book. I don't know. I'll stick it in my Substack. Make sure you're sub- Oh, that's a great segue. Oh, wait, here it is. The Lego story, how a little toy sparked the world's imagination. And it's basically, um, you know, the history of the company Lego. It's quite in depth. It really goes in depth. It's, it's almost like a history book. It's not like a typical business book or biography that I would read. It's more of like a legit in-depth history book on Lego, but I'm enjoying it. I'm probably about 70% of the way through. So I'll probably do a full review when I get back. And yeah, I, I would recommend it so far. That's what I'm reading. I should have it done by the next episode. So I'll, I'll provide a little bit more detail. Anyways, that's it for me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. As you know, I kind of like to keep this to like 10 to 12 minutes. We're creeping at 13 here. But anyways, hopefully you're finding these helpful. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to my Substack, where every Monday I send out a email, I share some more details, I share a story of the week, I share a key takeaway, kind of like on these videos. And I talk a little bit more about my book and I include a link to my weekly vlog. Right, so if you're not subscribed, which of course you should be, whether you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Or if you're listening on the podcast, hit that follow slash subscribe button. Um, but if you don't want to do those things, but you don't want to miss my weekly update, just make sure you're on my substack. It's free to subscribe. And every Monday you'll get my Substack, which has a link to this vlog. Pretty convenient, eh? Anyways, thanks again for tuning in. Hope the rest of your Sunday goes well if you're watching or listening on Sunday. Otherwise, hope your week goes well. And I will see you in the next video. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.